Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming out today. So I have a question for you, and that question is, have you ever wondered why you don't win as much as you'd like? I mean, you're you, and you're pretty amazing, and let's be real, that you have a lot of talent and skills, but there is something that's nagging at you that you can't quite place, that you just wish you had a little bit more. And what's interesting is that we don't quite win as much as we want to. Well, I have a story for you, and I'm certain you're going to like it. It comes in four parts, and now let's start with part one. Part one is about what you have won and what you haven't yet won, and it's all about winning. Now, when you win, and I think we win frequently, and if you aren't winning frequently, you're doing it wrong, and I'll even go so far as to say that when you win, you invite more success in your life. So, for example, when you just jump over a bar, it's rather nice, and you feel successful, and that success is addicting, and then you raise the bar. It's easy to raise the bar a little bit more and a little bit more, so little success by little success. I mean, it's like a high jump. Can you imagine if you set the bar way too high, and you're just sitting there, and you're staring up at the bar, and feeling intimidated, and hearing yourself say, nope, So what I'm trying to get at is that success is addictive. It's like adding a super additive into your day as like addictive as sugar, but actually good for you. It's like putting Red Bull into your veins. If you can imagine the feeling of hooking up a Red Bull IV into your arm and suddenly you feel like you can do anything and you're probably talking a million miles an hour and you can feel like you can do all those crazy stunts you see and hear about on TV. So that's success. Small successes, small successes create a pool of adrenaline, a pool of even more successes and get you addicted to success. Don't be a dick about your successes, but be addicted to your successes. So what about the ultimate success? When people like you and like me imagine arriving and getting there, wherever there is, what do you think? So you know, we all know there's a there. Isn't it a good idea? It's not a good idea to fixate on the there, but we are still subconsciously or surreptitiously aiming there where it's a place you want to be. And I see that we feel that we want to be there. So if we're really aiming for a there, whether we know it's bad for us or not, I mean, let's be real. How many times in the past have you done something that you knew was bad for you, but you still did it? So it's funny how that happens. But whether it was donuts or letting the laundry pile up till it completely blocks the door and stinks up our room so we haven't... Anyways, so why haven't we gotten there yet? Why do we never need to get to a there? Why do we never get to a there to end all theirs? Well, there's a clear answer, and I'm certain you will get this. So, sir, ma'am, listen up, because it's the story in our heads. We all have a story, and when we get depressed, I would ask, is this where you want your story to end? And people always say, no, they don't want their story to end there. Thank you very much, especially at a depressive point. But I think there is more to that. Let's ask that question very seriously. Pay attention. I'll ask again, do you want your story to end? And I think people truly are scared of their story ending. So if you got there, like really there, and I'm going to give you the beginning at the end, or excuse me, the end at the beginning, and this is the big insight. If you got there, then your story would end, and that's terrifying. That's it. Game over. No more you. Yep. Mull that bombshell over. You're seeing what I just saw. Now, the thing is, I had this insight days ago, and I was thinking about it for hours, and then I just realized minutes ago that I should record a podcast about it. Now, the thing is, we like telling our stories. We like worshiping, excuse me, working towards something. So 
Why don't you win? Because you don't want your story to end like the ultimate win. So don't look for the ultimate win when all you need is a small one. Small wins enable your story to continue. Let's not book our ending just yet. Let's not schedule the success to end all successes because that's just it. All successes would end. So if we don't want to win and we shouldn't set our sights to win the whole game called life, what should we do? I suggest, I propose, I'm certain that instead of winning, let's just try to play. Just play. How easy of a word is that? Play without expectations. And like a play in a theater, there is an act. And if you want to act without expectation in your play, I'll tell you your action starts it. Like we said before, action initiates change. Perception makes it permanent. Now, a play reminds me of a play from hell that we attended. Well, that play wasn't so much from hell it was as it was the kid actor that was from hell, and this was in California, and I don't know why that's relevant, but this must... Oh, and I'm actually from Arizona, by the way, and that's hot as hell, but now this must have been three years ago back when I was in the Bay Area getting my master's for two years in chemical engineering, and I remember it was like yesterday, and it was so vivid, so this actor did the darndest thing, and it was so uncomfortable that we left the play halfway through. You won't believe what he did, and well... I'm left to remember about something else that never ended. The play ended, but you know, something that never ends? The one thing that never ends? The one thing? This podcast. No, just kidding. I'll tell you the one thing that never ends in a bit, but when you hear it, you'll be like, yeah, duh, got it. Of course, that one thing never ends. I see it. I should have saw it, but I see it now. So that play ended, and you want to know why it ended? The actor was frustrated, and he was supposed to be. I mean, it was the show, but when he screamed, he showed a part of him that most people don't like to see. Like, he was really good at screaming, and as he screamed, I could feel my blood curdling into cheese in my left arm. Heart attack? And it was like the screaming I call screaming from the soul. I could feel it. We could feel it in the soles of our shoes. I mean, the we could feel it in our soul, and it was reverberating. It was terribly uncomfortable, and so we left. So we could feel it in our soul. I mean, the soles of our shoes. It was reverberating. It was terribly uncomfortable, and so we left. He was so good at conveying deep emotion that he won, and we left, and the play ended for us. He was so good that he won, and in winning, he lost us. It ended. Now, which reminds me of the one thing that never ends. You know what it is? It's the one thing, you know, that one thing, the winning thing, the have one thing, the one thing. Now, the desire to win or to have won something or to have one of something, we never stop wanting more and to win or more or to have one. Now, in this case, if that's what we truly want, why haven't we got it yet? Most of the time we get really what we want. Now, I'm a firm believer that we actually already get our number one want, courtesy of the power of our brain, our subconscious mind. Our number two want is left out to dry. That's up to us. And that's generally where our friction and angst in life comes from, is that our number two desire doesn't line up with our number one desire. But that is interesting. Our number one desire is taken care of and that's another seminar where we'll hear from good old Alfred, not Batman's butler, but Adler, Alfred Adler. Now, we'll get to that seminar in a bit, or maybe you'll hear about it in the Fatherhood Mastermind. So if you, have, if you want to win so bad or to have won so bad, why haven't we found some way to win to end all wins? Why haven't we gotten there yet? I'll tell you why. So one day ago, my friend got his identity stolen over a period of months, so it was pretty threatening, eh? Now, 
When I was a wee lad going to college and getting my big boy chemical engineering degree, someone had stolen my friend's identity and set up a Gmail and a Facebook account, and what did he do with this new identity? No bank accounts, no credit cards, instead he, drumroll of debauchery, posted bad reviews about our school. I'm not even joking, this is too weird to be able to make up, so he got his identity stolen, my friend, and he was just... This person that had stolen his identity was just ripping our school a new one, and he knew he had won, apparently, and he was very satisfied with himself because he had gone on for months and months with nothing but bad reviews and a lot of them. And so what was the point of the story? There was no point. It was just a crazy story. But there is a moral, and it has to do with the word identity, but we'll get to that moral later. So stories. Some of you are probably wondering when this blog is going to end, excuse me, not blog, podcaster, when the stories I'm telling you are going to end, and that is deliberate and to the point, and you'll get that later. And I think we haven't won or gotten there yet because, notice the pattern, because if we got there, our story would be over and this podcast would be over. And if my stories were over, this podcast would be over and that would be supremely sad. You're addicted now and I get it. Now, and really, truly, are we okay with these small wins? I think we are, but we're not okay with our story being over. So we avoid ending our story. It's so simple. Are you getting this? Are you getting this huge win? I I think you are. Now, we don't win the ultimate win because we are scared to death of our story ending. It's that simple. Why? It goes back to the moral of the threatening identity theft story with no point. That is the point. And here's the point. We avoid things that threaten our identity. I'll say that again. We avoid things that threaten our identity. That would be criminal, apparently. That would be criminal, excuse me. Apparently saw himself as a hater of my alma mater, but he didn't see himself as a steal your bank and set up fake credit cards kind of guy. So he avoided that part because he knew his identity. Now, we don't see ourselves as dead yet. And by the way, sometimes we know our identity. Sometimes we don't know our identity. And that's where it really gets into some confusion. We're actually doing things that truly align with our identity, whether or not we see what our identity truly is. We're getting our number one want, whether we consciously know that want or not. So we avoid things that threaten our identity. And like we learned previously, avoid creates a void. Now, nothing threatens our identity more than ending our story. All that to say, I think I have one thing I want to say, and that is it's okay that you haven't won that big one thing, yet let it be okay. It's fine that you just get small wins. That's all most people get. Now, a few last thoughts on winning. Told you the story would never end. So if we don't win to win, what should we aim for? I would say play. Now, a play is pretty cool because what does a play have? Kids screaming that kick you out. No, just kidding. It has acts. And when you play, instead of winning, you act without expectation. And that is how you truly win continuously. Also, acting starts things. Instead of win, let's begin. I'll say that again. Instead of win, let's begin. Actions start change. Actions begin. Perceptions make permanent. And that is how we play instead of trying to win. So... Let's begin mic drop, except for not really, because that'd be expensive. Now, I'm certain that you got what you wanted to out of this, and I'm really appreciative that you came here with your outcome and you decided to get something out by coming, and 
I'm really excited to continue to talk with you guys and I desire to talk to you guys. So comment, send me an email, jeremy at truthtech.co or come to the Fatherhood Mastermind or the Mindfulness, excuse me, Mindset and Meditation class. Look forward to seeing you there. Feel free to also visit hereandnowmotherhood.org. That's a nonprofit we're associated with and we are using their space to hold our classes and master our minds. So looking forward to seeing you guys out there. We're in Johnson City, Tennessee by the way if you're a if you're a national listener then I mean you could fly out to Johnson City Tennessee but I would just suggest the people in Johnson City to come however the online forums will be coming soon and the online meetings and you'll get there and it'll be great so looking forward to catching you guys next time and grasping more things catch you on the flip side peace